Hello and welcome to Fitcast. I'm your host Molly Edwards and today joining me I have Carly Pierce. Hello. So Carly, do you want to like introduce yourself? So um, my name is Carly Pierce and also known as KP or KP Nut on Instagram, <laughs> which has a story behind that, <laughs> which we can go into another time or, you know, later. But um, I am PT at Unit 7 Gym, which is where... Um, Molly also trains as well, and I've been there for about two years, but I've always been in the fitness industry since I was 22, 23, so, well, I'm like 41 now, so, <laughs> that's like <laughs> nearly like two decades, like a decade, ten years, yeah, it's about right. <laughs> but we, we met, we used to work together, didn't we? Yeah, so Riverside, so down at Riverside, so I've been in all of them, God, I've been where you are now, Watford, yeah. Arena, I think once you're posted at one site, you kind of, you just do at all, all the them. sites, don't yeah. you? Yeah, so, so that's how long ago we met, a long time ago, before yeah. Unit 7 Gym. Yeah, before Unit 7. So, do you want to kind of talk about, like, your competing history, like, what you've done? So, bodybuilding. Yeah. So, um... I've been bodybuilding since 2016. Oh, you've made nights. Um, I have, just because I'm like, I need to know how many comps I've done, what federations <laughs> I've done, because else I'll miss something out. You're the first person that's made notes. Honestly, I have to. Because <laughs> then I'm like, oh yeah, I did that, and I did that, and I did that. Yeah, that's what I did then. So yeah, so I've done two, 2016. So 2016, I've done eight competitions to date in various federations so I started yeah. off with Nava intoned and then uh, two Plymouth shows Mr. and Mr. Plymouth and then PCA and my first two bros were slashing so oh, okay yeah so yes that's where we were so I started in the uh, toned figure toned figure it is figure isn't it toned. yeah um, yeah that's where I started and then you moved up to Trained. trained so I did the toned one I didn't place <laughs> do you know when you, you do your first comp and you're like so basically my my history of it is I was working at Riverside at the time and I don't know if you know George RJ the George RJ yes so he was competing at the time and they're like you know there's loads of people that work and they're like yeah I say I know him I know of him yeah um you so, probably guess why I know of him <laughs> so I was like look at this guy I was like oh okay yeah <laughs> So he um, was competing at the time, and he um, said to me one day, he said, well, have you ever thought about bodybuilding? Because obviously we all used to train together. I was like, no, he said, you'd be really good at it, mate. He said, why don't you, yeah, have you ever thought about it? And all the guys in there were like, yeah, you should, you should do it. So I thought, I'm going to do it. So if you are a bodybuilder or an exer, you will know Pat from Body 2000. Everyone knows Body 2000 and Pat from Body 2000. I don't know Pat. Then, <laughs> then are you even a bodybuilder? Apparently not. <laughs> but I guess it's more like because you're bikini as well, aren't you? Yeah, but also Body 2000. So I only moved to Exeter three, four years ago. So yeah, I so it wasn't there. It. No, you weren't. Yeah, so she sold it up. But yeah, she was my first ever coach. So she was big in her days so um yeah really really successful bodybuilder um that's where obviously you know ian collie ian you know ian, ian. The one who broke both his knees on the hack squat old ian old ian old ian i know old ian. ian collie he used to train there oh uh, i see yeah, yeah. And he was big in the day as well but anyway we've gone off so um she prepped me for my first comp and i think i probably was about 70 kilos at the time and I lost 10 kilos and my stage weight was like 10 kilos. So I was toned. And 
Do you know when you look back and you think, oh my God, I was so shit. My posing was shit. My bikini was shit. My tan was shit. One thing I can remember was buying this bikini off of like eBay and it being the wrong fucking bikini because it was a bikini, not a thing of bikini. Yeah. So we had to tie it at the bottom. I remember her, mate, painting with a fucking roller my tan on me, <laughs> at the back, in the boys, like, with all these men that were, like, eating donuts and pumping up, and I'm stood there with this bikini on. They're, like, look, they're painting me like a wall. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, my God. So, yeah, I was so nervous at the time as well, and I just didn't know anything about bodybuilding, really, but I just knew that I wanted to do it. Um, and I did it, I didn't place, and obviously I can see why I didn't place. But, um, so, yeah, that was the first one I did. Do you know what, though? I think, actually, like, so my first one, I just decided to do it randomly. It was very similar. Like, I watched the show and some woman in front of me was like, you should do it. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I did it. And I was like, it can't be that hard. So we just tried, like, me and my mate just, like, prepped ourselves. No idea what we were doing See, my, at all. My first diet as well was the good old chicken and broccoli, mate. Oh, mate, and when amazing. I say chicken and broccoli, I mean, like, I was eating it probably about four times a day. Ooh. Yeah. So I I withered down to nothing. I can see so, why. I got down to 60 kilos. I couldn't even imagine being 60 kilos now. 60 kilos? I'm like 83 now. <laughs> My stage weight is 70. My stage weight say, is 70 Yeah, now. you're not, that's not far off me. Yeah, my stage weight is 70 kilos. But do you know what I think? So, yeah, when you do it and you don't place and you've just decided to do it, you have the most fun and I think that's, you're I going to be someone that's going to have the longevity in the sport. I think back then as well, to be fair, I had a really awful time, mate, with it. And I was in a, and there, I was in a relationship at the time. It all started off, you know, fun and games. But as we got deeper into it, the guy I was with at the time was a little bit kind of, you know, I, I guess a little controlling, I guess. Because all he ever used to say to me was, I don't want you to do it. All you want to do is stand on stage and show your ass off on a bikini. And it made prep really hard because he just yeah. didn't have my back. And I think there's a lot of people that can relate to that. Yeah, and I think when you're on your first prep, you feel like... I think you become so encompassed and so obsessed by it. You think that that's the only thing that you need to do. Yeah. And you just want to do well. Obviously, I've learned so much now, mate, and my life doesn't revolve around bodybuilding. It's just a part of my life. Mm. Um, so it, I, did it affect the relationship? He would be sat eating pizza, I would be sat having... My meal. However, I do that now. My chicken and broccoli. My chicken and broccoli. Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was traumatised, but it, it it broke the relationship down. Yeah. He wasn't proud of me. The first thing I said when I got off stage was, thank fuck for that. It can be done now. I've got my girlfriend back. So we broke up in the end about two weeks after. And, um, yeah, it was, it hit me hard. So I kind of had this huge rebound. <laughs> Went out on the piss every weekend. Probably took some drugs alongside <laughs> it. Just, you know, just went on a mental yeah. one. And just, it absolutely, um, yeah, it really did um, take me down. And I probably went for a bit of depression after as well. I think, um, and I've spoken about this before in the podcast, and the one that I recorded before you with Clara, is you come off that post-show and it's hard anyway. Yeah, and because it's, it's your first show as well. So yeah. you, you just think you're, you don't, you, you become so, the norm for you is, being like that and being that yeah. small. So when your body goes back to what is perceived as normal, 
you think you're fat, you think it's awful, it's just, and as well, like, the the food focus as well, like, because I was on chicken and broccoli, mate, food after was so delightful. And you can't stop eating. You literally cannot stop. And it actually, you know, I did have a little bit of a weird relationship with food after, and and I was like, I'm never, ever bodybuilding ever again. And I think once I was in that, once I come out of that whole pit of despair and kind of pick myself back up on, onto my feet because even people now one of the girls in the class Brea, she was like mate I remember when you were like that mm. she said you were so different she said, You're no, she said I knew what you were like and then when you went through that you just became this really kind of introverted person and I was like I was at the time and it took me a long time to get over the relationship and get over the bodybuilding but once I kind of come out of it I was like I want to do it again. I actually yeah. did love it. I love being on stage. Mate, I love being on stage. I just love being in the it. limelight and being like, da 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 da, this is me. I, I love it. So many people on stage. <laughs> and I've never seen anyone who smiles as much as you do. I just on stage. love it, mate. So, and, and I thought, I've got to do it again. I need to do it again. But I started doing it again and getting back into it. And yeah, and then that's where I then just completely fell in love with it again and then started like the year after year doing it so there was yeah. a whole year because I think it was 2016 I competed then I didn't do it until 2018 I think it was oh no 2017 I think I did a Plymouth one and Paul Scarborough who was one of the judges which a lot of people know the feedback was your legs are quite big and you need yeah. to develop your upper or you need to get smaller like, your legs don't look like they're going anywhere you mm. naturally have these legs you can tell because they're muscular and they're they're mature muscles. So you kind of need to go away and have an yeah. off season and kind of grow. So I did that um, and came back, and that's how I kind of transitioned. And then you went into trained. Trained, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, did the Plymouth trained, came second against a vegan. A vegan? <laughs> <laughs> what? Someone that eats plants? So yeah, so I was a little bit bitter about that. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then I just thought, let's get into some bigger federations, you know, because yeah. kind of, the local shows are like, oh, they're only little ones, they're only local ones, you know, yeah. it's only a little stage, and yeah. I just wanted more, and then I'd seen um, a couple people, so the PCA in Exeter, and the yeah. first, you know what, so Amanda is my coach now, Amanda Winston, um, and I remember seeing her on stage, in the PCA thinking, and she was trained at the time, and I thought, oh my God, I want fucking shoulders like that, I want to look like that. And she, I was like, in awe. And then that's when I decided to then do the, the next the PCA, exit show, yeah. yeah, the next year after, um, and went into trained and won that one, which was against Mana. Mana yeah. was in that one, and she had got put into um, trained rather than athletic, so she got popped up a category. Um, so yeah, it was only two of us on stage. To be fair, there's always ever like two or three of us on stage. It's never like it's, bikini girls, is it? Where there's like twenty of you. Do you know even extra show? It's quite quiet. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's just a local show. Isn't yeah, it? it's just a small it's probably show. Like pieces, quite a show. And back then, to be fair, in 2018, like now, it's a bit more prevalent, isn't it? You know, mm. Everyone kind of wants to be like bikini girl, don't they? And to be fair, there's a lot more trained and athletic phys- uh, physiques coming through. I think a lot more girls are going into figure now. Yeah, I think you. I think people because they like the training, don't they? They like yeah. that look. They like the training. I think sometimes it's a. Mine was just a natural progression up through, up through, and every time I've got on stage, I've just got better and better. Yeah, leaner and leaner. It's become easier to prep. It's just one of those things. It's just yeah. prep now. It doesn't consume my life like it used to. 
Whereas it's yeah. just on the side now, and I just do it. Even my boyfriend says to me, Carly, I, you, I, I met him when I was on prep before the at the exit show. He said, I'd have never thought you were on prep. He said, you oh, just really? love it. Yeah. He said, you're weird. I don't know anyone that diets and with a smile on their face. He said, you're fucking weird. He said, you're better dieting than you are off <laughs> So I'm like, oh, I can't eat that. Whereas on prep, I'm just like robot mode. So yeah. So yeah, and then the natural more the going into physique. Um, was last year and I just got absolutely insanely peeled and Amanda was like, you know, let's do two bros, let's get you into that show a week early because you're ready. Because that was never the plan, was it? No, no, the plan was just to stay with the PCA, which was which I was aiming for, which yeah. was, which show, it was the Open. It was yeah. with the Universe, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then it got changed because of flights in and out, it got changed to the Open. So I was like, right, just stick it. You didn't get to compete against the aliens. No. That's gutting. <laughs> <laughs> it's the universe. <laughs> so yeah, um, and then she was like, let's just do it. I'll send one of the judges your pictures, etc., etc. See what category you think she should go in, because obviously there would have been figure yeah. or physique. And you've had physique all day long. Mm. So yeah, so it's not until you kind of peel away that layer and you think, oh, actually, you know. So and then obviously got to kick the fucking heels off me and be like, get rid of those. Your heels and my heels are like the polar opposite. My heels I only ever wear. And I, do you know when you think, right? Do you know when you go to a shop and they yeah. have all these lovely heels and they're like a size five or six and they've got big heels and they're stunning. And then there's the wide section and they become flat, shit, beige or brown. <laughs> and it's like all of a sudden because you've gone from... To a wide foot, it means I've turned into an old granny because I have wide feet. Yeah, but I've got really wide feet. So I can't just count yeah, it, mate. I live in like... trainers. I even go out with a dress on with Dr. Martens on me. Like, that is just my yeah. style. I can't even walk in it. So I just bought from Compact Peels the smallest, widest ones where I can still walk in them. I can sat yeah. on stage in heels rather than walking like a T Rex that's yeah. just been put. I, I feel like I just. It's, just feels a bit draggy. I can't even walk. <laughs> my ankles, mate. I have history of like netball and like high league netball running around. And if I my heels, oh my ankles, you should just scream at me in them. No, it's yeah. not for me. So I couldn't. Honestly, I was just like, it was so weird. But I love to be it. Honest, the only heels I can wear are my posing heels. I go out now and I wear my cocktail. <laughs> <in> my <laughs> Do you know what? The only ones it's, I can walk in. So funny. So at, at, point, at a point in time, it might have been a couple of years ago, they were in fashion and my friend said to me, Mick, can I wear your heels? I was like, wow. She was like, I'm going out a night out. Can you not remember they came in fashion for a night out? Yes. Clear ones. Completely yeah, yeah, yeah. clear. So I was like, yeah, of course you can. I've still got like three pairs in the cupboard, mate. Yeah, no, I've worn mine. I've only worn them out once, but I think if I went, you know, out like something dressy again I'd wear them because they're the only ones I can walk in I remember my mate looked at me and she went can you walk in them and I was like yeah <laughs> I've been doing this years like, bitch <laughs> can you dance in them then and I was like if I can pose in them I can dance in them yeah. and I dance them all night long and she's like I don't know how you've done that and not fall over I and I was like, like I'm in stilts <laughs> yeah but if I wear like I've got chunky heels that look like they and shorter that look like they'd be easy to walk in I cannot walk in them it's weird because you get, um, I've asked, I had someone ask me, do you not think it's on Instagram, do you not think it's um, not sexual discrimination or sexist that you should wear heels? And I was like, no, I don't think it's sexist 
for them to ask you because it's a part of the package. Yeah. Imagine like, you know, I don't necessarily need height because I'm five foot seven anyway. So yeah. I don't necessarily, if you're obviously five foot three, sometimes it's nice to have a heel on to kind of look tall and have that illusion. Yeah. However, you can't, and they were like, oh, don't you think it should be an option? Well, no, because if you've got 10 people in a class or in a category, you can't just be like three of them with heels, four of, or seven of them without heels. It just... But you can't pose very well without them. See, I can. I pose well. In but bikini, then you're, yeah, you're yeah, posing so bikini, very different. Yeah. yeah, so because this is, you've got your muscular poses, it's easier to do it without heels. So yeah. I think probably when you get to maybe trained, I think they should ditch the heels personally because trained yeah. is similar to physique, mate. You have all the same poses, but it's just not con- as conditioned or size. Yeah. So I think coming through it, most people that are trained, mate, are people like me. They're with, they hate putting those bloody things on their feet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas the figure girls love it. They, yeah. You know, they're still transitioning or they might, you know, they, they, I just, they're still they're that girly. They're still that very feminine. Honestly, but when you're in like trained, you've got women that are like, oh, fucking hell, I've got to put these things on my feet. Yeah. Obviously, all the seminars and everything, when you're talking out the back to the girls, they're like, oh, I hate these. I'm trying to get your feet in them. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess, like, with bikini, though, like, I just, I could not hit the poses without heels on. Yeah, I don't know. Like, well, I could, but they just look <laughs> shit. Um, so, yeah, that is basically, yeah, where the bodybuilding started. And you did well at Two Bros, didn't you? I did. Because I am sitting next to a sword, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't get there by accident. Do you know what? <laughs> it's been sat there since the day. I didn't just bring it out for the podcast, mate. <laughs> um, I didn't know. It's been sat there since the day I got in. I thought, I don't know where to put it, so I put it on there, and everyone that comes in, even my son's friends, they're like, what is this? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and then they're like, shing, and they come out of steam, they're like, oh my god! I'm like, yeah. So, and then they come in, obviously, all as you can see, all my trophies are on the side. Yeah, I probably need like a trophy corner, really, but I don't want to put them up way. So, yeah, they just belong yeah. around the house. Maybe you could put the sword like, up behind the table. Yeah, there. I need yeah. someone to kind of put something on the wall because my walls are bare. So I could probably do something there, maybe. Yeah, yeah. sword. Sword, yeah. I want one of those big photo frames, you know, like the thick ones. I'm going to put my bikini in and then my medals. Yeah, that's I think cool. that would look really yeah, nice. Yeah, they're cool, like the clear ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that would look really nice. So, yeah, I did do two bros. Um, unfortunately, there was only me in my... So they do A, B, C, D, which is obviously in height and physique. There was like one in A, one in B, two in C, and then D. So I won mine by default, which was cool. I was quite happy because then I wanted to actually be a competitor to go to the overalls, yeah. which was like against two other females. Yeah. And I won the overall, and that's when I got my sword. That's amazing. I did not expect it. I didn't expect to. I think it's one of those shows you just went. In, I just went into blindly thinking, Do you know what? I'll give it what I can. Yeah. Um. And then yeah. And then two weeks later, I did the PCA, which was the one I was intending to do. Yeah. And you won looked that. insane. I won that as well. As, as soon as you walked out, I was like, oh, Carly's got it. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of them. You know, when you see people walk on stage and you're like, they've won. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, yeah, really, really successful year last year. So, I started with Amanda in Jack. As soon as I knew that I was going into. Because as I progressed as a bodybuilder... You've been with quite a few different coaches. Yeah, you? so first of all, I was with Pat, which was my first one. And then I did a couple on my own. Yeah. Um. You know, just to try and do it on my own because of the knowledge that I'd learned. Yeah. Guy helped me, or Guy Harden helped me a couple times. Like he was there as not as my coach because I never paid him, but he was there as a set of eyes for me. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, how's this looking? Like, how's my food? You know, can I? Dry? And then I would like drop my food because I knew I needed to, mm. or whatever with cardio. 
And then Bob Waterhouse. Have you heard of Bob Waterhouse? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's like IFBB pro. So I was with him for the British finals. Yeah. Yeah, so, and he brought me in good conditions. Yeah, well. you look really good, yeah. Yeah, so, and, um, yeah, as I progressed and I wanted to get better, I thought, I need a coach to be able to, because, mate, you know what it's like when you're on prep? Your eyes are just not your eyes. They're no. just like, you're so critical and you need someone else to be like, what you look like, this is what you look, you need to do this, you need to do that. So I thought, if I want to be a competitor, I need to invest in a coach. So, because, you know, I can do it myself, mate. It just, mm. takes, just takes a bit of pressure off yourself. But it is as well. well. Like, for me, so you see all these bikini girls and they still have, like, a six-pack of abs. There is one photo of me because there is that one day that I actually <laughs> had abs. I don't get abs. So I was like, well, I'm not lean enough. I'm not lean enough. Like, I don't have abs. Yeah, and not everyone has like, abs. You look fine. You look fine. Yeah, that one day I had abs, and I was like, "Oh my god, look at this!" That was it. But clearly, like I was in condition because I did well. Yeah. But it's just it, that's that thing that was in my the head. Thing, yeah. I was like, "Well, I'm not." In. And that's why you need to be accountable. Yeah. So yeah, I went with Amanda when I knew that the because obviously we had COVID. Yeah. I still trained through COVID in my boyfriend's gym. Still kept going with that, and um, we've got a container as well. Um, but yeah, he had a garage to make further equipment, which was wicked. So oh, nice. I was still able to train really yeah. hard. Um, and then when I started with Amanda, as soon as it got announced that we were allowed to do the competitions again, I went straight to Amanda because I knew that it's not like I didn't want to go back to Bob. Amanda's, listen, Plymouth, my boyfriend lives in Salt Ash, which is on the doorstep. So yeah. she's just down the road. She does pose and she's a female, a bit more of a female approach. Not that I don't like a male approach because Bob, I like to be people. I like my coaches to be very transparent and very honest with me. Yeah. That is it. I don't want to be, I don't want people pansying around me or anything or blowing smoke up my ass. Don't need that. No one needs that, do they? You just no. want to, you know, if you look shit, look shit, get, you need to do more cardio. But just from the side of it where the, you know, the emotional side of it as well, yeah. a female will get that and they can, you know, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I am still a fucking female, although I have yeah. muscles and whatever, I'm still a female. So, you kind of sometimes need that female approach where you do want to eat chocolate sometimes and then mm. she would put things in place where you're like, oh my God, and then, whereas a the guy's just like, oh, just don't fucking eat chocolate. And it's just like, mm, okay, you can do that extra man. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah, that I would absolutely. ever go and eat the chocolate, but just having that female approach and the posing as well. So on the doorstep, I can see her every week if I wanted to. So, and I did an off season, so pushed calories up. My first ever proper structured off season. Yeah. And I did twenty four weeks of it. I pushed my calories right up to three thousand two hundred calories. Training oh. as hard as I could, and yeah, focusing on the weaker areas, which were my shoulders, could to yeah. just get them up in line with my legs, mate. Because my legs were just dominating everything. Yeah. And you know, you need that symmetry, don't you? So, so yeah. And then yeah. So back with Amanda. So what are we now? I'm in my first week of prep. Going forward. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, what made you want to compete in the first place? I know obviously you said you trained with the guys and they were like... It literally was, was that. that it? Yeah. That was it. I've never even thought about bodybuilding. I've always done CrossFit. I've done powerlifting. Not as in competitive powerlifting, but, you know, yeah. just in the gym, training with the guys. Always trained with weights. Never, never, even, never even occurred to me. I didn't even watch a bodybuilding show before I did a bodybuilding show. I yeah. didn't even know what to expect. So when I was backstage with these guys pumping up with this tan on it was just so surreal bizarre, yeah yeah so that was it just someone saying you'd be really good at it okay cool well, i think i might think about that and then like i think it was within a month i was like fuck it, i'm gonna do it yeah. i want to see what science projects i can do on myself <laughs> and how how far i can i can physically take myself yeah 
So yeah, then it's just flourished from there. Nice. And how come you started in figure straight away? I think it's oh yeah, I guess toned is figure, isn't it? Back yeah, then, yeah, yeah. It, it was ne- back then you would, it was never figure. It was just oh. its own thing. Tra- oh. Yeah, it was never like so it was just like bikini toned. Bikini toned trained physique, but it was never figure as in a umbrella. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's only now that it's like a figure, toned figure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I say back then, like I was in black and white days, mate. <laughs> <laughs> back then, it's only two thousand. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, no, it's just one of those things, isn't it? My my structure doesn't lend itself to be a bikini, and if I wanted yeah. to do bikini, I would have to dye it for a long time and probably not train with weights. But I love training. It's yeah, I've always done. So my 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 physique just naturally went into into it's your figure. natural shape as well, though, isn't it? Yeah. So as well, I've been in a spinning instructor for, course for the same amount of years that I was in the fitness industry. So mm. for like fifteen years. So my quads are just there. Yeah. So you kind of got to work with what you're given, haven't you? Yeah. If you've got I a think... big back, then unfortunately you're not going to go into bikini. No. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like quads is. You know, because I always find my quads grow really quick. Yeah. And now my training my quads kind of isn't... I mean, I still train my quads. I indirectly train my quads. Yeah. Might get my pump at the end. Or if I, I do, like, two sets on, like, say, a Bulgarian split squat or a, some walking lunges, but I don't directly train them anymore. No. no squats, no hack squats, nothing. Mine's all about posterior chain now. Yeah. Glutes, hammies. Get glutes even bigger. Hamstrings even bigger. Ham, hanging hamstrings. And back. <laughs> That's what I'm currently doing at the moment, actually, is um, focusing more on the back. So rear delts, shoulders, and just back at my... Yeah. Uh, you know, when you kind of look at your pictures and you're like, yeah, I know what I need to work Are on. Are you a doing a lot more like arms and chest as well, though, now? Cause... I did that right Oh, back. yeah, because you've done PCA, so it is those... Yeah, it's still a thing. Whereas figure in two bros, is if you it? look at females, they don't really have triceps, biceps chest they have shoulders and legs very small yeah Yeah. but there's no whereas i've always done chest arms yeah because i've always done that when i spoke to mana and she's obviously gone for a very similar journey to you and she said the kind of difference in her training now is that she's now doing chest and arms whereas before she wasn't doing that yeah because when she was in the gym and think why don't you ever train chest why don't you ever do biceps and and she was just like no i just do back legs and shoulders i was just like how bizarre. Yeah. I think because I'm so old school with like bodybuilding splits, like you can blow, yeah. blow splits, chest, back, do, do. To be fair, I never really used to train chest until I was like, right, I need, I'm going into this properly, I need to do it. And it, yeah. it was like I had newbie games on it, mate. All of a sudden I had yeah. chest with like split, popping chest. And now I'm like, I actually really like chest day. I used to be like, this is so boring. I do, um, press once a week. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that is my chest. And I'm like, oh, actually, I don't mind doing arm days and stuff. So it's weird how you kind of like transition through it. Yeah, it's I remember like, you saying to me before when you worked at Riverside, you're like, fucking hate training biceps. Honestly, I used to hate it. Now I'm like, yeah, because I'm glad like, I don't have to do it. My biceps are crap, to be fair, compared to the rest of my body. I had quite a big injury on them on my actual arms. Oh really? So I could do biceps for about a year. So I'm trying to get some newbie gains on them at the moment. Yeah, so I'm I yeah, see, I find it really boring biceps. It's, I'm but glad that's why, it. yeah, I, feel, I guess if I, if I put it on an arm day, triceps, biceps and superset the whole session, I'm on for when I found how, I found how to train them and how to, for not, if you just imagine standing there, mate, doing bicep curls, how wrong oh. would that be? Just Unless if, you're a bloke, then it'd be amazing. Yeah. But, <laughs> men, it's all about biceps, mate, Yeah, isn't it? Biceps and calves, that's like yeah, all they no train, isn't it? And, and chest, actually. <laughs> 
chest and biceps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Um, so have you found perhaps got easier as time's gone on, despite chasing more condition each time? Yeah, definitely. I find the more shows you do, the more the leaner you get with every comp you do. Um, it's hard to know whether it's because it. You say, is it because you've got so lean that you've got rid of like some really old fat stores that have been like probably around since the first time you got your period. Yeah. Like, because obviously that's when you're laying down, like, your estrogen and all the old fat. So, because you chip away at it, essentially when you put it down, I know fat's fat, but when you put it down, it's it's like new fat, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not old, stubborn fat from when you were 16. Yeah. Um, once you've, I think, once you've got right down there as well, yeah. Or is it because, you know, you think, well, is it because actually when I come off and then I get that little rebound, I'm putting on more tissue... Therefore, my composition's different. So, therefore, when I'm then yeah. dieting again, I'm going to come in leaner because my composition's different. Yeah. So... I guess it's a lot of things it's as like well, isn't it? like thing, isn't it? Yeah. Is it like the mindset as well? Like, the first time you do it, it's that, I'm not lean enough, I'm not coming in, I'm not coming in, I'm not going to get in time. Whereas, when you do it again, you're like, well, I know I'll get in time because I've done it. You know? I know, it's hard, isn't it? Because I, I have... I've always dieted for 20 weeks. That's just my thing. I always diet for yeah. 20 weeks. When Amanda was like, yeah, we're going to do like a 16 week, I was like... <gasps> 16 weeks I won't have enough time she's like of course you will yeah you, you, your composition is completely different you will whereas now I'm like well eight I said we have to start doing that so I was like can we please start on 18 weeks out <laughs> for my own make mental. a compromise just because I don't want to chase I don't want to chase condition that's yeah. the worst thing mate is to be chasing last time I was in a position where three weeks out four weeks out she's like mate we're, we're gonna get a burger and chips and you and see how you respond to this because so, I was that yeah. lean, and then you're like, how does bagel and jam affect my body, you know? Yeah. And you just, like, wake up completely different, vascular, and it's, it's good to be in that position where you can do that, rather than, oh, my God, my glutes aren't coming in, my legs aren't coming in, whereas yeah. you just want to just cruise into those shows, not having to manipulate stuff, you know? Yeah, so I think I had to chase a little bit, um, but that was partly also because I tore my Achilles, so I couldn't walk for like eight weeks, yes, which so obviously is not ideal. On affects fat. cardio, affects your steps. So yeah. oh, I couldn't train legs either because I couldn't, I couldn't put weight on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we chased a little bit, but I was ready two weeks before, really. But, but I do get, I do get, I think, I don't think getting lean. So getting prepping becomes easier. Mm. Yeah, it's it's not like you getting your leaner coping. gets easier, but yeah. getting prepping gets easier because. I just do it, mate. You just get your food, you just get on with it, and you yeah. do it. So it's just a thing that runs alongside my life. Whereas I have, I think, like I have a life as well as having bodybuilding. Whereas some people's lives revolve around bodybuilding. It's all they do, yeah. and then prep consumes them to yeah. the point where they don't go out, they don't do anything. I still go cinema, mate. I just take food to the cinema. Yeah, I can still go out if you want me to come out. I'll come out, but I'll be damn sure I'll be eating that Tupperware. Yeah. Like, and people just know that about me now. They just know that's just what I do, you know? Yeah, I'm a bodybuilder, but I'm not Carly Pierce, the bodybuilder. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm about. I And I think because I have that, I have a very much more healthy relationship with bodybuilding. I'm not saying that off-season I don't have a healthy relationship because, like anybody, it just does. It's difficult, but I think you can make things more manageable as well at the same time. Yeah. Because it does bite you on the ass, mate. Yeah. It can bite you in the ass. Absolutely. Because um, I know, like, post-show is something that a lot of us struggle with, and I know you have in the past as well. Do you want to, like, talk a little bit about that and, like, kind of tips you'd give other people that are struggling? 
So yeah, like I like I said earlier, when I had my first one, that was like the worst rebound ever, the worst time I'd ever gone through it. It was my first one, I didn't know what to expect, so I was just kind of left to my own devices of just mm. trying to deal with it. However, going through it, the more you do, the more you know that your body's going to go back to normal, you are getting stage lean for one day that's it it's for one day you're working and it's hard to work for 20 weeks for one day yeah it's mad you ain't gonna stay that stage lean unless you're gonna do all the things you've just done for the last 20 weeks it's just that um i found i any i think this i don't know whether this time has been my hardest because i'm at my heaviest and my biggest or whether i was lean for so long that I got so used to being like that. Yeah. And then when clothes start fitting you, like a pair of leggings are tight on you, you think that you're fat or that you're outgrown them. Well, no, that's how leggings are supposed to be. They're not supposed to be baggy on you. No. Your, your knickers aren't supposed to fall down around your ankles when you put them on. That's not how things are. Yeah. However, I think one thing I've coped with better is that I have on-season clothes, prep clothes, and I have off-season ones. Yes, I have And been. that makes things a lot Even easier. Even pants. And they do... Mate, I've got small, <laughs> medium, and large upstairs. Oh, good, yeah. Small, medium, large bra. The larger are off season, sometimes even extra large. You just live, you know, just. And I think those clothes will not go on me until they fit me. Yeah. I'm not going to try getting into my little bloody size 10 riderwares when I'm not a size 10 anymore because you're squeezing your ass into yeah. me. You just feel. And then you break them. <laughs> the oh, I did part. that at work. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yes, you have. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's easier. But I also think having a lot of supportive people around you, mate, and people yeah. that have got your back. You know, I've got a boyfriend now, Jason, who is just he's absolutely... really good, mate, he's incredible. He? he bodybuilds. Like, when I got with him, he's a bodybuilder, and he's as effort a bodybuilder. Does he compete? No, no he just I like, I'm not fucking standing on stage in a pair of pants. There's no way you'll get me on stage. I just don't like it. Yeah. I don't like being in the limelight. However, he trains... He preps food like a normal bodybuilder does, yeah. but he just likes the lifestyle, but he just likes Because I saw him at PCA and I was talking to him outside, and I don't think he clicked that I knew you. He did say to me, like, um, oh, this girl was, like, talking to me, but she kind of, uh, she knew you, like, I know she knew, I knew you, because she was talking, yeah, but I didn't know that she, and I was like, well, she would have seen you on my social media, so people are going to come up to you. I've seen you with him as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I knew exactly too, was. Yeah, but people know him as well, yeah. from being on my social media, so people don't talk to him, and then he's just like, oh, But just... he was, like, so proud, he's like, yeah, my girlfriend's up there, yeah. she looks really good, Honestly, she's going to win. just... Uh, yeah, uh, it gets me emotional because he gets so emotional as well and he just gets it and there's nothing... And as well, like I said, because it doesn't consume my life, mm. it doesn't consume our life. Yeah. So we still go away. I'll just take prep food. I can remember the first time we were together, We I went away. We've done it together, to be fair. We've gone away on a weekend. I'm on prep. Prep food comes with us. Tupperware comes with us. I've taken. We've taken air fryers. So we can still go in and have a normal life having a weekend away, say, you know, like your little hearts with, yeah. you know, your jacuzzis, but we're just still on prep. Well, I'm still on prep. So you can still do things. I think it just makes it easier. Whereas if you're so consumed by it and you have a partner, mm. for 20 weeks, they're just left out until you're back out for it. And it's just, it's not fair. So, so yeah, and he just gets everything. He's, he's very, very supportive. And yeah. he... You know, he's been really good off-season this season. And, you know, I have had some really... I've had some 
like I, I guess down your your emotions as well. Oh, but that's another thing as well. I obviously stopped having periods. Yeah. And my periods came back. So I'm like, oh, the first one is the most emotional. I cried for like a week solid before what I is come this? on. Is this what? And then when you talk, start talking to females, they're like, no, Carly, that's right. That's what pe- females feel like. I'm like, oh, um, I haven't had a period for this long. And then you've got the other thing. Did you lose it for a long time? Yeah, mate. And I had to coil, so I didn't have periods. Oh, so see, then yeah. when I was on prep, I had to call taking out. Yeah. So still no periods, no yeah. periods, no periods until January was my first period. Yeah, and so I had yeah. three within I six had weeks. Exactly <laughs> the same thing. So I was on the pill for ages, come off the pill and prep. Um, lost it then, you know, because of coming off the yeah. pill slash being on prep for seven months. And that week before, I'm not joking, I cried for a week. Ooh. And Vaughn was just like, how are you doing today? And I was like, I've not cried yet. And he was like, oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> or I'd that be day. like, I've only cried once today. And he's like, fair, I'm not good. a crier. I'm, I can, I'm, I'm not kind-hearted and I can be empathetic and sympathetic, but I'm not a crier. I'm like... Pull your fucking big pair of pants up. Get yeah. on with it. I'm just, I just, it to me, it's like a bit of a distraction if I get too like emotional. It's weird. I'm just anyway, but I was crying at things that I wouldn't never cry at, and that's how I knew. Obviously, you know, I was getting them back again. So, but I'm back I, I, I now. Did. So they're probably going. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> well, I didn't even realise that. I was literally um around Jay's house one day, and I was literally just crying, and she was like. Just stay here because I don't want you to go home because I'm actually terrified. Why are you crying? I don't know. It's horrible. It's horrible. I don't want to be a female anymore. Thank you very much. I'm going to stay on track forever. (laughs) But I didn't have a period for a long, long time. So it was nice to have a period back to know that, you know, everything's working properly. Not that I'm going to have children. But so Jay was really supportive. He's just, he's very, you know, he's, what's What's the word? Life. He knows a lot about life. You know, yeah. He's got good words of advice for me. And he is, he's my voice of reason because I'll be saying stupid stuff about myself. And he's like, it's just not true. It's unkind. You're being unkind to yourself. And do you know what? The things you say about yourself. Yeah. If you heard anyone talk about themselves like that, you would, you would, you would hate it. And you yeah. would say to them, don't speak. And you would be so supportive of them. Mm. Yet you tear yourself apart. Yeah. You know? And you know, I I say this um, to people, and I say, like, if they're saying something nasty about themselves, and I go, tell me that. Tell me that about me. Yeah. You know, some, you know, it has to be someone that actually cares about you. If there's yeah, someone yeah. that don't like you, they'll probably be like, yeah, you're fat. <laughs> but, you know, someone that actually cares about me, and I'd be like, tell me, tell me I'm fat then. Tell me that I look ugly. Tell me that I look gross. Tell me. And they're like, I'm not going to say that. Like, right, why, why are you saying that, that to you yeah. then? And you know what? It's, I've, uh, it is so true, like, you are a product of, like, what you say to yourself. Mm. Like, if you keep telling... It's like someone abusive. If someone was abusive, you were... I've been in a very abusive relationship. Um, and when someone constantly tells you you're fat, you're ugly, you'll never get anyone... Yeah. You start to believe that. Absolutely, So yeah. the more times you say to yourself in the morning, or off-season or whatever, not your fat, you're ugly, but... You know, I honestly, this is the thing. This is the nitty gritty of it, mate. Yeah. Whereas you do say really horrible things, like you're disgusting. I wouldn't even look in the mirror, mate. Got to the point that sometimes I couldn't even in the shower. I didn't even want to touch myself and wash myself because you, really? I wouldn't want to feel my body. No, I didn't want to look in the mirror. Just things like that, and it gets to the point where it, it gets so consuming 
that you then have to kind of pull yourself out of it and mm. that's when you do need support from people around you and you actually need Massively. to talk about it as well yeah because it, it does you can get very inside yourself because it is then it's also like an abuse relationship like i if i come up to you today and said oh my boyfriend said to me last night that i'm fat and ugly you'd be like what the fuck are you doing with this man when I know. Him? and i'd be like oh he's telling me every day you'd be like leave him but if you tell yourself that it's you know it's kind of the same thing yeah like you're, 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 you're abusing yourself, yourself. you are yeah. and i think as well when you're you know it's, it's so bodybuilding is just the weirdest sport ever like oh, when you're yeah. lean you're like loving life you're walking around like you're the fucking dog's bollocks mate like you're lean See, i don't awesome. like it when i get really lean like those last few weeks i don't <laughs> to like be my fair, when <laughs> see i like freaky because obviously it freaky is it's a part of it yeah it? but your ass disappears i had no ass i had veins and i mean veins everywhere tits in down the groin coming into my yeah. back like even your fanny gets smaller like everything gets smaller you're just so shredded for me it was so you don't bones. have like yes you don't have shape no. you don't have that bum and you know your bum disappears and your boobs disappear so you are just essentially just skin on I look muscle. like a little boy yeah so when and I find you know you know my boyfriend Jace he says to me God you know and he's got you know I've got my boobs back and, my, and he loves yeah. it that I'm muscular but thick yeah. And he loves, he prefers that shape. But you think, actually, all men prefer that shape. No yeah. one wants to see a woman that's skin and bones and or lean, like, vascular. Yeah, it's impressive. And people, you know, it is impressive. Yeah. And people stare at you. That's another thing as well, like, being in that condition. Especially during the summer as well. You're in such condition. You walk around and people look at you like you've got three heads. Yeah. And, like, it can make you feel a bit kind of uneasy as well. Absolutely, yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, and then you start putting, like, off-season, you start putting on it. I think there's a transition period where you're like, yeah, and then it's like, on, 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 (laughs) on. One thing I definitely won't be doing this time is booking no holidays. Every time I've gone straight on holiday after. This one I did two weeks, I think, reversing, but this time will be a proper full six to eight weeks reversing out. Yeah. I can't, I can't put myself through this again. Like, my mental state. Yeah. Even if I have to come out of it slower. I, the reverse for me was easy. Like, that little bit. But then you go on holiday and you're like, drink, burgers. And you just, just go off on one. And then before yeah, you know and then it, you're blown in up. The yeah. yeah, you've blown so it's up. It's that water retention as well. That's what I found. I got stretch marks from the water retention. Yeah, so that's, that's, so that's, I think it's where every time you do a bodybuilding competition, you learn that little bit more about the season prep yeah what you might do better you know what you could do to manipulate things and off season what you could do better as well yeah absolutely and then yeah it's just kind of putting everything in together for the year after the year after yeah definitely so i've got three lined up this year so yeah see what happens see what happens so i had romana on the podcast obviously a few weeks ago who's jumping from figure to physique and I know you're obviously doing the same. So what kind of made you make this choice to jump up categories again? Mine was just nat- a natural a natural progression from actually you can, you've got mu- the muscular development, but actually you can get yourself peeled. So it's like, yeah. let's get you up there. The fact that you don't have to wear heels as well, <laughs> which is a win-win. <laughs> I can just dance around now and not have to wear heels. Yeah. So yeah, that that's... Just and I guess for you, the posing... So for Mana, she actually prefers the posing of the physique compared to the figure. But she was just doing two bros. Yeah, so that's very different. It's just like that side profile, the back... It's just your mandatory 360, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas you get to do your double front bicep, your double back bicep. You get to do 
chest poses. So yeah, I can. Because I, I guess because you've done a lot more PCA than Mana, like which PCA had that anyway. Yeah. So I'm quite used to doing that. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's nice. So to me, it's just the same as doing trained. Uh, physique's the same as doing trained, but in a different federation. Yeah, because PCA don't have physique. physique. No. no. No, and they don't give out pro cards to trained physiques as well. I don't understand that. Neither do I, but it's just that. So, And I, I do, don't, don't get me wrong, I do love PCA's whole, like, I think that whole showcase is amazing. Like, yeah. the, the energy, and I do love that. However, I feel like I would be a much better competitor in Two Bros. Yes. Because of the standard in Two Bros. Yeah. If, I, if I'm getting myself into peeled condition and that's the thing as well as you kind of move up through uh your bodybuilding career you want to be stepping on bigger and bigger stages yeah of course if you're always if you're still going to like mr and mrs plymouth now you're going to be winning like the overall like every year and it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. what's the point yeah and then you want to have that off season where you come back better yeah so and actually, you're competing to compete yeah you to know be a competitor stand up against five six other women who are actually doing just, who are just conditioned. Yeah, yeah. Not, actually, there's eight people on stage, but there is a noticeable difference yes. of people that get up. And, mate, don't get me wrong, there are people, you know, they're standing on stage and it's their first time and they are trained. So, yeah, they're not they're not as, as seasoned as I am because I've already done eight shows yeah. and I'm standing up against someone who's only stood up there twice. And there's so much difference between your first time on stage and, you know, your second season because, you know, you've got that more muscular, your muscle maturity... You know how to present yourself better. You know what's happening on the day, so you can kind of prepare for that. Yeah, and as then well. the nerves aren't is the nerves aren't there as well because yeah. you're just like I've done this like multiple times. Well, don't get me don't, don't don't get me wrong. There, I say there's nerves. Mine are more like excited nerves yeah, now, yeah, yeah. rather than I can remember the first time I stepped on stage and smiled and my lips were shaking. I, I had this, that. This, this uncontrolled. My whole body was shaking. But now I just, yeah. Yeah, as well, do you know what? I think what really helps as well is years of being a body combat and body pump instructor. I'm so used to whacking that head mic on my head, standing up in front. I used to stand in front of 60 people, mate, in Clifton Hill yeah. and teach body combat and just be like, so I was so used to being up in that attention and like do you know doing what? I've that. I've never thought of that before. But, so um, just, it don't bother me going out to people like that. Yeah. Used to be on stage. Somebody said to me the other day, like, oh, I don't know how you do it. And like, you just go and you talk to people and you coach so I coach posing in the gym on Zoom sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes it in person there, sometimes it on Zoom. And he's like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know, I just do it. And then I thought about it and I was actually like, all through my life I've done stuff, whether it's been public speaking, whether it's been teaching classes, Coaching. whether it's been doing like pantomime when yeah, I was younger. Yeah. Like, I've always been up on stage and been in front of people. Some people have and never talking. experienced that. Yeah, they go so through the whole of it. And so then much scarier. all of a sudden you've got like these lights on stage and you can't really see anyone. Yeah, and I guess you've never been on stage before. You don't know, you know, even though it's my first time on a bodybuilding stage, I've been on stage before, you know, whether that be some form of horrific dancing um, or pantomime or something, but yeah. you know what it's like to feel the stage light. Yeah, the stage gets bigger as well. And to not actually be able to see anyone. Yeah. But you kind of can but pick yeah, out certain yeah, people. Yeah. I, we went to, um, so me and Jace went to Lion King in the Hippodrome, Bristol. He went, God, Carl, wouldn't you love to compete on this stage? <laughs> I was like, it's really weird. Yeah. He said, I was like, yes, I would. He went, I just love how it goes down, like, and goes in. I was like, 100%. And then we were talking about the Birmingham one, because um, that's a big one as well, isn't it? At the back. Which uh, one is the it? The PCA Universe one. 
the one that we just the open one which was just I can't remember oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tamil um, Tamil that was it yeah that's a really good it stage nice, lovely yeah. big stage the FitX uh, final stage I can't tell you where it is but it's, it's big. really big Isn't and it? it's fucking incredible so I'm not for excellent so the biggest one I will be standing on stage this year will probably be the Arnold's won't it so are you going to do the Arnold's yeah so I've booked That's my cool. ticket for that weekend so that is the goal so the MK which is the 17th of July two weeks later will be the British finals and then I think it's about eight weeks so yeah I was going to say it's a bit of a gap between yeah a bit of a gap so kind of bring it up and cruise through obviously I can't cruise through shredded so but yeah. That's what a coach is for. So we pay, yeah. that's what I pay Amanda for to look after me and be like, right, we're doing this, this, and this. So, yeah. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Well, the Arnold's is, a, I mean, it's not a stage, like, it's not a theatre. Yeah, but I think but it's that like the stage event I've yeah. ever been to. Like, it's the most biggest thing. Did you go thing. last year? No, I've never oh, been. Oh, so the stage. So obviously, I went and I watched. It um, looks huge. It is enormous. Yeah, it looks like. like so obviously, Olga competed up there. Um, and a few other people I knew competed up there, so I obviously went to watch them, and I went and watched the pro show as well, and they, it's so big. Yeah. Um, it's a shame, because they don't have um, pro physique there this year, so there's a lot of, like, pros that have got their pro cards, no, or anyone winning this year. No, the women's seem to be really strange. Yeah, so like, they've got, I think they've got pro figure, and pro bodybuilding, but they don't have pro physique there this year. I don't, I don't Little got, women's bodybuilding there? Yeah, I'm sure they have. I'm sure I looked oh, at it. Right. They've, got, they've got pro fit, but they haven't got... So they t- last year, they only did um, bikini and fitness, and I was kind of surprised because I would have thought they would have done figure. Yeah. Because you've got quite a few British figure pros, really, yeah, haven't they? That are good. Like, you know, you've got Rhea, uh, you've got Meg Sylvester, yeah. obviously you've got Mana. Um, I'm just trying to think who else there is now. Erin. So you know, my coach as well. Yeah, Amanda. You know, you've got quite a few of them that would have done that. Whereas the fitness, there was only two of them. So there was Kate Errington and there was Shelley, who literally won her pro card the day before. Oh, yeah, and that was, was only two. Yeah, and she won the tickets to the Olympia. Can't get on. Yeah, she's so, really yeah, good. that's there's going to be no expectations whatsoever on that one. For me, that is just to be able to grace the Arnold stage. You know, just yeah. to get on that stage and... Just, get just look there. like you belong up there as well. Yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, definitely. Which you will. But yeah, it's, yeah, mate, it's huge. And the audience is just massive. And yeah, it's just really, really good. Yeah, I'm excited about that. So yeah, this is, uh, it's going to be a big year. So last year was two. This year was, it's going to be three. So yeah. Be good. Yeah. Um, so what would advice would you kind of give anyone thinking of moving category, whether that's moving up or you know some women they go up to figure or um physique and then they decide like actually i want to move back down again for whatever reasons i don't even think it's like advice it's hard because you could to me you can only move if that's a natural progression to move you can't just be like hey i'm gonna or actually to be fair if you're figuring you're like i really want to be physique for instance Mm you've got to know that that is going to take a lot of graft. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of graft. You're going to need probably about two years to have yeah. enough season before even going up, you know. Because mm-hmm. even even figure to train, to be honest with you, there is that difference. Yeah, absolutely. So, to you know, that's the advice is obviously 
just know that there's going to be a lot of calories going in, a lot of hard training, and it's probably going to take longer than you think. Yeah. That's what I Because I saying. think I do see people... And that... potentially as well, and I know it sounds probably not... There probably might even be some PEDs, you know, some PEDs involved. Oh, because... And I know it's, it's probably, there's a massive taboo subject in the whole of the women's kind of, you know, Which is bodybuilding ridiculous. or what, you know, some people were taking it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think they were taking it. Yeah. The ones like me and all the girls from probably training physique, you know, we're not normal people, mate, aren't you? You can clearly look yeah. at us and be like, I think there might be something else going in there. That's just not yeah. chicken and broccoli. However, you know, there are people, bikini girls that are taking growth hormone. They're taking yes. Anavar. They're taking stuff that they do not need to be taking. So don't just look at those thinking there because actually when you're in the bodybuilding industry as well and you're moving up to these federations, and just know that that woman that you're standing next to on stage or they're going to be will probably be doing it. So you get put into that situation where you think, should I be doing it? You don't have to do it. No. But actually, when you're in that situation, you think, actually, I, wa- I want to be good. I want to be just as good as them. I yeah. don't want to stand on say shit. So you actually end up taking it. Not, mate, at the end of the day, you don't want, no, one's, no, no coach is force-feeding it into your food. Do you know what I mean? No, I so it's your own decision. Coaches, but... It is your own decision. However, you know, like, you know, you do your research. If someone, you know, you just, you just, it, you either will or you won't. Yeah. If you're not going to, then potentially... I would think about going through the natty physiques, yeah. as in federations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. absolutely, you can tell the difference between, and you can, mate. There are people out there. Don't get me wrong. They're in trained physiques in, uh, say the the natty ones. Yeah. Sorry, I call it natty ones. The natty federations, and they look bloody good, mate. Oh yeah. But you stand them up against some woman on a two bro stage that's been running peds. They're gonna look different. They're yeah. gonna look noticeably well, different. You, you so why would you want to put yourself, if you're natty, into a show that's a non-tested? Yeah. I would, that would be an advice. If you're I gonna mean, do it, yeah. then you could jump in. Yeah, I mean, with bikini, you can kind of go into an untested federation, yeah. and still do very well. You know, we've there's bikini pros which are natural. Um, however. There is definitely a lot more bikini pros that are not natural than what they'd have you believe. Oh, like yeah. Like, 100%. Mate, you've only just got to look at, you know, women just don't walk around naturally with capped big shoulders, mate. No. And if you see a woman with capped big shoulders, I'm not saying that every woman is like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Some people are genetically blessed, mate. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's, I think it's a bit very taboo, isn't it? And it's everyone's kind like, of just making that. And like, kind of, and it's that false pretense, isn't it? Where people think, "Oh my God, I want to do that. I want to be a bikini model. I want to do be a bikini." But they don't realise, you know. Um, like before, my sister got into it. Do you know um, Mark Hector? No. Uh, he's like a super heavyweight, open bodybuilding pro, IFBB pro, right? She's like, Mark's natural, isn't he? And I was like, (laughs) No. It's as natural as my hair (laughs) colour. That's it. It's just the thing is as well. It's, it's I think the Gen Pop. They don't get look, it. They don't get it. And fair enough, they don't get it. Just like I don't get sat, sat sit down watching fucking Emmerdale, mate. Do you know what I mean? Oh no. I mean, no. Just you know, it's just we we run in different roads and different yeah. lives, don't we? So yeah. they're not going to get it. However, they're going to judge you. Whatever you're going to be judged yeah. for anything you do in life, and it's just one of those. So my advice would be, just be prepared for a big old road and you know, going down that road. Not yeah. You don't have to, but, you know. And it is making that informed decision for yourself and, 
you know, knowing, like, for example, people have said to me, oh, would you ever move up to wellness or figure? And I'm like, no. Purely because the amount of pads I would have to take to fit that category well yeah. would be a lot. And I don't, I'm not prepared to put and my And if you fit your that. category well now and you love your category, why What's would you want to move? I just think if you're loving what you're doing, like, why would you move? Is yeah. it going to be a naturally a progression mm. rather than I want to do that? And if you do want to do that, then then there's going to be some other yeah. factors involved Like in wellness, like I love the look of wellness, mm. but I know I would have to push peds and it's just not something, and I'd have to push a lot. It's not like I'd have to take a little bit. I would have to push a fair amount. Oh, to get some big t- um, amount of tissue on you. Yeah, and that's not, I just don't see, for me, it's not worth it. Yeah. That doesn't mean for other people it's not worth it because for they, you know, they've got different goals and different things, but for me, I'm just sticking with uni and I'll be all right. But yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's the only thing I could really say about that. Because it's something you naturally do, rather than yeah. someone just doesn't go, oh yeah, one day I'm going to go from figure to physique. Mm. It literally is a progression, or from bikini to figure. Yeah. Normally they go bikini, and then they end up going bikini trained, and then they're toned. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, 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 I would say that is the only, I've never known bikini to go up to physique. It's normally like no, bikini, yeah. then... Like you go into train bikini, then yeah. toned, and I think those three are it. Whereas you toned to find your physique, fit, normal, you? yeah. Like, you go bikini, and then a lot of the time they go, mm, "You're too big, really, and you're too lean." Going athletic or trained, yeah, and then yeah. they jump into that, and then from there, um, I've got a client, and she, you know, she'd always been posed with me. She did, well, she went into bikini, and I was like, mm. I was like, "You're athletic or trained bikini," and she's like, "No, I'm not." I was like, "No, honestly, you are. You're too big and you're too lean." Yeah. She went in one. It did very well. Um, and then now it's like, she's very much on that cusp of yeah. going into figure. So I've said like, look, we'll see what you look like when you come in lean, but I think you need to go to Mana for posing now because <laughs> I don't think I can help you anymore. Good. Cool. But yeah, it is, like I said, just moving up, isn't it? Um, so you've obviously just started prep this week. What are your goals this year for competing? Obviously you spoke about the shows you want to do. Yes. So that's the goal. I think the... The goal is to, um, which I said about like kind of bringing up, when I looked at my stage pictures, just kind of looking and thinking, right, okay, I can need to, I definitely want to bring more condition this year. And I know it's really hard to think, can you even get more condition? But I always think you definitely can. I didn't run any diuretics last time, none. Okay. So I came in that lean without diuretics. So. Like, did you run like a natural diuretic or anything, like vitamin C, like to remove, or literally nothing? Yeah, thanks. Like, come on, vitamin C. Like, do you know what I mean? Just, well, that's, see, that's what I run. I did like a, I did like a natural one, but when I say yeah. directs, I mean that you know your, your hardcore stuff, which is going to yeah. pull you like you know what we call like dick skin, mate. It's going you're going to have paper thin. So yeah, I don't run none of that. So, um, and it would be something I would be prepared to do in a very safe way as well. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, and just to get, I would love to stand on stage and just be different just have that little bit of difference not too much because I think my physique's actually at a point where I like the size I like you know the symmetry yeah just a few more tweaks in that upper back really just a little bit more thickness in the upper back yeah just because I've got it in my glutes and I want those hamstrings to come in and glutes a bit more a bit more tired yeah so mainly just condition then yeah literally it is literally more condition that's cool any sort of goals in like where you want to place or go from here or well, I'm... Secret. Yeah, it's not... To be fair, mate, I think you asked me ages ago, are you going to go for your program? Yes, I did, And yeah. I was like, no, I've never, ever, ever done bodybuilding 
to you obviously go into it because you want to win you don't yeah and anyone that goes into oh yeah it's just a friendly game of football no it's fucking not you're there to win yeah like that's just that's you're a, you're a competitor you want to win you, you know you aim to win you don't yeah. always think you're going to win but you're aiming to win yeah. you know I'd love to win every single show that <laughs> I did but unfortunately there might be someone better there but yeah. so it wasn't until I was on stage and at the two rows um, and I can't remember his name the guy that handed me the sword Ten Is times athletic. JT. <laughs> yeah, you said that for gritted teeth, mate. We won't go there today. <laughs> and just another, a few of the other kind of guys that run the show, they yeah. were like, you deaf. And just people as well. So um, other coaches that were there as well, they're like, God, you really need to go for your pro card. Like, you've got a pro-worthy yeah. physique. And I'm thinking, don't you just like, hey? Yeah. Pro-worthy physique? No. Just like, and then Amanda's like, I want you to get up and go for your pro card next year. Let's just let's get you in and let's just yeah. see what we can damage we can do next year. It's, but it's never been a goal of one. I just do yeah. because I love it. And I'm like, I just want to do it because I love it. I love this day. And now <laughs> we're like, actually, let's see what we can do. Yeah, and do you know, even if you... you if I didn't, I would be gutted. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just... But it's whatever. like, also, I think if you can just put yourself in that lineup, you're standing against the best of the best of the amateurs, aren't you, realistically, yeah. you yeah. know? If you're standing on a pro qualifying stage, you're not standing there because you tripped there. You know, you qualified for that show and you prepped for that show, you know. Yeah. You're going to be pretty fucking good. Otherwise, well, you just wouldn't... I wouldn't go for, like, a pro qualifying show in, like, my first year competing because, to be honest... I, yeah, I you're only going to do it after sh- doing a lot of yeah. shows, aren't you? The better you get. So yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of the plan, which is a bit weird because... But... It is what it is, and I'm definitely going to do everything I can to try and do it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not. No, I'm not getting a pro card. No, it's putting that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm just putting it a pro card. Um. But yeah. So yeah. That's that's, cool. that, that's the goal. Um. So you've been working as a PT and competing for years, but you've never put the two together. Have you ever thought about that, or would you oh, ever like coach people? Yeah. Do you know what? I. Because I'm obviously a PT. I'm not what you would call a coach. I'm a PT. Yeah. And to be fair, I do... You don't, do you I, do online coaching as well? No. Online? So it's something I was going to venture to go, go down that line. So with my clients, they pay for me to spend one hour on the gym floor. That is the yeah. difference between a PT and a coach. Someone pays yeah. you to coach their life, whatever. To be fair, I do... I probably, in my clients' lives, a little bit more than what a PT is. Like, yeah. PT just is a PT normally, aren't they? And yeah. just, that is it. That is That hour is where you see me and that is it. However, I'm in their lives a lot more because I think the relationship I have with my clients is a bit, bit more intense. Yeah. I love them and they're like, I want to look after a them. A lot of them have been with you for years. Yeah, yeah, well. that's the thing as well. And, it, you know, you don't just get a normal PT-client relationship. It's much, much deeper than that. Yeah. So I do help them out probably more so than what, they pay me for but I it's not like oh I'm giving you a bigger service than what you're paying for I just do mate so yeah. I advise them on nutrition you know they send me pictures they send me like little kind of like their, how their weights go in and stuff like that and I love it and I'm just giving them mm. advice you know but I think it's the 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 industry is saturated with coaches and mm. I feel like me going in uh like I'm not known in the industry if that makes sense I'm known in the industry if you yeah. went around gyms now and said who's Carly Pierce they'd be like she's a PT that, yeah. like do you know what I mean but actually in the, the fucking world of the, the social <laughs> media yeah. that movement I'm not in there mate so that would be a big I wouldn't I wouldn't say risky mate do you know what I mean so 
Um, but, however, I know Amanda and Martin, they, they're conditioned coaches, mm. they're um, branching out trying to look for coaches. Yeah. So I would branch off and be a coach for, do you know what I mean? Yeah, for a for coach, them. as in yeah. under them. Like, I would love to do something like that. Because then they're bringing you the work and you're just in with them. Yeah. Because I, I just don't think, I just don't well. think my... I'm not really one to push. I don't even push PT, mate. I don't even mm. put... I've got two spaces available. At the moment, I've got probably available spaces for six people. Yeah. But I don't... I've got two spaces available. Does anyone want PT? I'm just not that sort of person. If yeah. someone wants to come to PT, they'll come find me. Yeah, and I think, actually, it's really hard. Like, when I'm trying to advertise, like, I fucking hate some of the stuff that, like, oh, you need to post this, you need to post this. I'm like, I know, oh, I'm just... I'm not, not into it, mate. I'm, I dip in and out of social media all the time. Sometimes I'm a prolific poster, and then off-season, I'm like, who wants to see my shit body? No one. If my shit. And then... So, yeah, I'm just trying to... Um, I dip in and out, and then I'm just like... I can... I'm just... Yeah... I just can't do it. I can't commit myself to I get that. You. But when you're saying about, yeah, the market is saturated with coaches, yeah, it is saturated for coaches. But it's not really saturated with good coaches. Yeah, I Because, yeah. you know, when you were saying earlier, you were saying, like, oh, you know, no coach is going to force PEDs on you. I obviously work with a lot of girls that are coached by a lot of different coaches. Yeah. They are. Yeah. You know? It, I like. I think, to be fair, I like life... I do like lifestyle clothes. And I do. I would. I would love to probably have like a little project with someone. Yeah. Like not necessarily to get on stage, but to get on stage lean. Hmm. Like to see if I could. Do you know what I mean? I know I could because I know how it works. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah. I don't know. It's hard because lifestyle clients are lifestyle clients, aren't they? And they're much hard, in their own respect. They're actually much harder to yes. coach because they do just eat the things they shouldn't eat, or do you know what I mean? Or do this. I think it's things that isn't that like goal there yes yeah. and I think when we're very goal driven people we're like well I'm getting on stage in eight weeks so okay cool like you know my this boyfriend or my That's friends it. are all going out to eat pizza and chocolate and ice creams and I'm going to sit and eat my chicken and broccoli, but that's fine because I've got my goal and I'm fine with that yeah. if you tell lifestyle clients to do that they're going to be like I don't really get why I should do that but to be fair lifestyle clients shouldn't have to do that no, we should know, just exactly. be able to adjust their plan accordingly that week bank a few calories or someone that day and do that so yeah so i just yeah i just don't think i'm that out there enough for someone to be like for people to gravitate towards me as a coach yeah maybe if i push myself on social media and i was a bit more prevalent on social media and bigger on social media than i might be but like you said being bigger on social media doesn't equal being a good coach no so and you know you see a lot of people that are massive on social media but their coaching is horrendous. Yeah. But yeah, that's, it's one of them. Maybe you know? going forward, that's kind of going for yeah, plans going forward. Because I can't, can't always just be a PT, can I? You well, can, I can. You've done it this far. Jason's yeah, you can. <laughs> you actually still can. <laughs> you know, people do do it. I was like, yeah, okay, fair one. <laughs> um, so, and then I've got one last question for you, which is kind of the question that I give everyone at the end is, What's the one thing you'd like everyone listening to take away from today's podcast? I guess, does that mean in a bodybuilding respect? Take away from this podcast? Um, I think it can be anything. Actually, you know what? I think it would be... Uh, is it advice? Is it takeaway? I guess it can fall under the same thing. And I think if you are competing or you are I'm, I'm going to assume that most people that listen to this are competing athletes yeah anyway. most, most of them so are. I would say 
have your life and let bodybuilding be a part of it rather than completely consuming yourself with bodybuilding. Yeah. I come home in the day, I watch a bit of Netflix, my life, I have a life around it. Yes. Like, my life is my life. That just fits into my life. Else, you're so good. Like, I don't sit and watch YouTube channels about people training. I don't, I do, well, my cardio, I'll watch a couple of people. But, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Some people are so consumed by it, it becomes, like, prep can be easy. It can yeah. be easy. Yeah, you get your odd days. Of course you do. That's just prep. You know, when you, when you get into a certain body, like, leanness and that. But I think that's one thing I'd like to take away from people. It. Is that 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah, Let's it's very part of kind it. of like what Jazz said about you don't have to be a hundred percent in. Mate, you don't have to live and breathe bodybuilding to be a good bodybuilder. No. I don't live and breathe body you know, I'm not saying I'm fucking the most amazing bodybuilder, but what I'm saying is I'm good at it and I know what I need to do to get to what I yeah. need to do. But it doesn't mean to say I have to watch your TV all the time, I have to it let it consume me so that's I think that's the thing is like that kind of let people take away that actually you can still it can yeah. be a bit more chill, a chilled experience and a nice experience yeah one of my best preps was my prep preps get easier I swear yeah. I swear I thrive on it like people are like how are you still fucking smiling mate and bouncing around the gym when you're 10% body fat and you know you've got a competition in two weeks and I'm like I just love it <laughs> but I think it's genuinely because I still have a good life. Yeah. And it's not consumed me to the point where it's just everywhere. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So I think that's it. And yeah, and just to enjoy it and just, yeah, just love it. And it just becomes easier the minute you love it. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for coming on my podcast. If anyone's got any questions, they want to get in touch with you, or they want some PT in an expert, how can they find you? KP Nut Nut. Actually, we can quickly say about KP Nut Nut and where it came from. Right, <laughs> Everyone knows me as KP. And when I was working at Riverside as the manager down there, one of the guys in the gym who was uh, my employee, Nick, um, was like, oh, KP, like KP Nut. He went, oh, you're really crazy as well. So I'll call you KP Nut Nut. And it just <laughs> stuck from there. Yeah, that's, that's the story. Oh, so yeah. On Instagram, KP Nut Nut. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And if you are going to the Arnold's, obviously... You'll be there. Yes. So I yeah, that's so, yeah. cool. I'll see you on stage there. So thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and tag me in it. So I know that people are enjoying it and tag Carly in it as well. And I will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.